Are we ready? Okay. Brecken. You went for it one of those weeks. (laughs) I've opened a bunch of them, actually. Yeah. She's been sharing. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to make him feel like he's in power or has control. (laughs) Partnership. Brecken, partnership. (laughs) That's why I got to give a little. All right. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. That's, I, we're going to redo that. That was really weak. Okay. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. Welcome I'm, to another episode of Gem Junkies. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. No, welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm you guys Brecken. are seriously fighting over this one. <laughs> it gets no. louder and louder. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. And we're here with a new series. Yeah. It's kind of is, a fun new series. Yeah, all about um, the different state gemstones. So we kind of been, been talking about this for a little while. And especially with people um, staying local this summer and not traveling. And I expect probably next summer too. We'll have a lot Could more be. local travel. Um, that we thought we would teach people about their gemstones of their states, their local gemstones, and where you can find them, and kind of the history behind that gemstone. And we talked about how do we do this? Should we go east to west? Should we go west to east? Should we go North oldest state? Should we? Mm-hmm. How should we do this? And we had a lot of you know feedback, but. We ultimately decided, and me being a Libra, that it would be most fair to do it in alphabetical order. <laughs> I think it's easiest to keep track of, too. Yeah, it is. So we are starting off with Alabama and Alaska. And then we go to Arizona, Arkansas. <laughs> California, Colorado. She's the only person who's going to... Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, and Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Kansas. <laughs> You forgot the Do you the want rest. me to keep going? <laughs> Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North and South Carolina, North Dakota, South Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, Washington, Wisconsin, Wyoming. <laughs> wow. All I can <laughs> That's say. That's how it ends? The wow. United States, the, the United States. I don't know the song. I just know this part because she sings this. She's very proud. I learned this in fifth grade. And you have the memory of a steel trap. I, I love it. Well, it's helpful. It's useful. Sure. It's, it's helpful in this. It like is. kids. Everybody needs to know their 50 states. Uh, kids. Drop a hat. Exactly. In alphabetical order. In alphabetical order. Nonetheless. Order. So right. anyway, we start with Alabama. Alabama. State gemstone is? Blue star quartz. Ooh. It's mystical. Mystical. Um, I actually thought it would be something red. Yeah, I did too. Because of, I'm, I guess I'm thinking Alabama. Crimson Tide. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And football. So when I heard blue star quartz, I was like, quartz, I thought, that just feels wrong. But yeah. here we are, blue star quartz. and It's a newer one. It is. It was found mm. in in the nineties, or they they not. It wasn't found in the nineties, but they made it the state gemstone in, in nineteen ninety. Um, Alabama State Senator Don Hill from Coleman County submitted it. 
Act 90-203. <laughs> Which made the Blue Star Quartz the state gemstone for Alabama. But why? 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 So I did a lot of research and I tried to find out. Um, why? Why? <laughs> and I thought about calling Mr. Don Hale, Senator Don Hale up, but he passed away in 2003. So I couldn't, so no I couldn't go that route. Um, I did find on the... De- Alabama Department of History and Archives. This is from their notation about that act, making it the state gemstone. That blue star quartz is one of the most beautiful gemstones on earth and the cheapest because there are so many. So that is what the archives in Alabama say about why they made it their state gemstone. (laughs) But here's the hitch. It's very difficult to find. It's even difficult to find a picture of it, which I thought. So I decided to email the Natural History Museum um, at the University of Alabama, and I asked them, do you even have a specimen of this gemstone? Like, can you can you show me what this looks like? Now, there are a couple online, but even talking with the um, collections manager at the at the Natural History Museum, she doesn't know the source of those images online. So right. she's like, I don't even know if that really is Blue Star, Blue Star Quartz. Quartz. But they do have a specimen. They have one specimen. And I've seen a picture of it, but it looks more like a conglomerate right? Uh, than like a single mineral. Right. So it, it looks more like a rock that's got kind of blue veining in it. Um, I didn't see asterism in that specimen, but again, you have to polish it and make it a cab uh the collections manager though did direct me to an article which i thought could be very helpful for this whole series in general and it's titled u.s state gemstones that are blue um, by mark ivan jacobson and so i kind of used some of the stuff he wrote about uh about the alabama gemstone and it's really interesting because there's a lot of states that have blue gemstones and What's written about them is massive, and then there's two paragraphs about Alabama on huh. their state gemstone. So he states that the Blue Star Quartz is found only in a 32 by 80 kilometer rectangular area. It's still fairly big. I mean, it's it's large. Um, Why did he do kilometers instead of? I don't know. Is this like is he American? <laughs> I thought about converting that, but I was like, "This yeah. I, I'm quoting him It's here. quoting him. And uh, in the southwestern chambers and northeastern Lee County. So it covers, it's in these two different counties. And that its existence in this area has been known since about 1966. And how they typically saw it or found it was in fist-sized nuggets that were in freshly plowed fields. So you needed to contact a farmer. Yeah. Road (laughs) cuts. So fresh road cuts when they'd go in and make a road or uh, roadside ditches. And so this quartz is actually a large vein that runs from Alabama north all the way to Virginia. So they've found evidence of this blue quartz all in the way. Virginia. Hmm. Uh, and so blue quartz is kind of an oddity. Right. What we know, what causes uh, the color in amethyst and citrine and that kind of stuff. But it's not a dysfunctional nucleus or, sure. uh, you know, a trace element. This is actually colored by its inclusions. And these inclusions actually give it its asterism. Uh, and so... 
Mr. Jacobson also states that after you polish the material into a cabochon, if it's oriented correctly, it will display asterism that varies from four star to 12 race star, which I thought was pretty interesting. And so this asterism is caused by ilmenite or rutile inclusions, and that these inclusions are also what cause that blue color. Okay. Uh, I did a lot of research just trying to find anything. So I found you some... Should have, you should have contacted a rockhound group. I Well, I looked at a couple of their websites, and they were going crazy about how difficult it really is to find. Like, hmm. good luck finding it is basically what they said. Okay. Um, some of them said it can be a f- found along the Flint River, but don't get your hopes up, basically. Um, and really, if anything, you need to have access to freshly turned earth. You can go out and dig and see if it'll... I mean, but not even dig. It's got to be like with machinery. Yeah. To kind of get that you have far to get down. That depth. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know why. I don't know why they picked this gemstone because they're... There's tourmaline, there's really pretty agate, there's emerald, there's all these other gems that are in the state of that Alabama. Are in Alabama. So this one will forever be a mystery to me. Now, is there any other, in your research, is there any mining going on of any gemstone in Alabama? Mostly it's just rock county. Just rock county. Yeah, so they do mine minerals. Okay. Uh, but not, not, not gemstones. No gemstones. Really. Yeah. So no, no mines to visit. No, no museums really to visit specifically yeah. on gems or anything. Well, the Natural History Museum, the Alabama sure. Natural History Museum. I think if you're in Alabama and you want to go learn about gemstones there, I think they would be That'd a great be source. Yeah. Um, I did, though, find something very interesting when I was doing my research. I, I learned a lot about the Alabama State Dessert. Okay. <laughs> I... I, it just like caught my eye as I was, you know, looking through all the state things and it was like the state dessert and it's the lane cake. And I thought, well, what the, what the heck is a lane cake? So the story goes that Miss Emma Lane invented this cake and it won first place in 1898 at the county fair. Okay. And it became famous really because it was featured in the novel To Kill a Mockingbird. Huh. And so we all know Scout Finch. It's uh, the daughter of the lawyer, right? Okay. Uh, she's quoted as saying, Miss Maud Atkinson baked a lane cake so loaded with shiny it made me tight. That's what she said. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds kind of naughty. <laughs> well, it is kind of naughty because uh, so loaded with shiny. Shiny is moonshine, alcohol. Oh. So she's referring to bourbon or brandy. Which, okay. depending on the lane cake recipe, it can call for a cup or three cups of bourbon or brandy. But I've never had the tight feeling after being drunk. I felt real loose. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she was also a minor. Went so <laughs> I went down a route. I was trying to find anything. So I learned about the, the state dessert for Alabama. All right. But anyway, so that state gemstone. Up. Blue Number Star one. Quartz, have fun finding that. And if anyone knows why it's the state gemstone. Instead of one of those other things that's more plentiful and yeah. more well-known. I would be happy to know. Yeah. Send us an email. And we'd love to see actually see a picture of a real... Yeah, right. If you have a specimen, show it to me. I'm, yeah. I'd 
I and we, we do know how to Google, so we did Google. We did most, Google. <laughs> we do know how to Google. Yeah, and we did. We did. We Googled. We, we Googled, Googled it. it. And when you look up Blue Star Quartz, mostly what you get is synthetic star sapphire. I Googled the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. GTS. Yeah. It's officially explicit. It is yeah. now. So let's move on to Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. Alaska was exactly how I pictured this series going. Right. Like right. Much it more. was this state's gemstone makes so much sense. Right. And was an integral part of its history. Yes, definitely. And the, and the history of the state. And a lot of lore. A lot and of a old. Lo- a lot of old, old uh, Inuit stories about it. And so. So this is a good one. This is a good one. So yeah. it's, it's jade. Now, we want to remind you that jade is a generic term. It can either mean jadeite or nephrite. And what Alaska has, it's nephrite. Right. It's not jadeite. There's no jadeite. I don't think there's any jadeite in the whole United US. States. I guess yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> we will. So anyway, uh, nephrite. Nephrite. And um, if you want to learn more about jade, we did a whole podcast on jade. Jadeite and jade nephrite. and nephrite. Um, but jade has a rich history in Alaska. Long before white people arrived, right? Um, Native Alaskan Inuits have used it for jewelry, tools, weapons for millennia, and they even traded it with early European settlers. Um, and it's found Alaskan jade is found in the Kobuk River and that region there. And this area, where is that for those of us that don't know Alaska? It's, you're not going to get there. Okay, but where <laughs> is it in the north? Is it it's, in the south? We're not is it? It's in the far northeast. Northeast. Oh. Yeah, okay, very so northeast. It's really, it's a little bit it's inland. inland. It's inland. Yeah, so it's not on the coast. Okay. Um, but the significance of this location is that um, many archaeologists agree it's one of the first locations inhabited by man in North America. Wow. 12,000 okay. years ago. 12,000 years ago. Yeah. So okay. they've done, obviously, huge archaeological surveys and, oops, and there's uh, sites they've found there that they believe are the first native sites in all of North America. Wow. Which I think is pretty cool. That is cool. It yeah. Is cool. Field trip. Yeah. Field we'll trip. have to trek 200 miles inland because yeah. there's not a damn road, but we'll get there. So the first, um, the first non-native to rediscover, so to speak, was a U.S. Navy Lieutenant George M. Stoney, and he found it in 1886. And then during the 1930s, the University of Alaska Fairbanks received funding to explore Alaska, and the anthropologists were intrigued by the story of Jade Mountain, which was supposedly a mountain completely of jade. Right. So they traveled and spoke to native people and they documented the legends pertaining to jade. And uh, Brecken will share one of the stories, one of the Inuit stories about jade. Right. And this is a retailing, a retailing, a retelling of that story um, from an actual uh, native person that was documented by one of the anthropologists on this trek. So they probably told the story in their language, not in English. Yes. So yeah, it's so a it's bit been translated. Yeah, it's, so it's been got translated. So I'm going to try to smooth it out here, but we'll we'll see. Okay. So one of the legends called the Jade House tells the story of a poor little boy who visits the home of a neighbor a neighboring umlek, which is a word for a rich man. And he arrived at dinner time, but the son of the rich man threw food in the poor boy's face. So the poor boy 
left, and later he meets the son of an old woman who gives them two magical chin bones so they can fly. So I'm wondering, yeah, a chin, like a chin bone. I'm I'm assuming it's going to... It's going to be from like an animal. It'd be a jawbone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some like chin? chin bone. Chin. Chin. <laughs> That's an anthropology. Right. Chin versus jaw. Chin. I don't know why yeah. you'd say. Translation chin. error there. Yeah. So it's going to be a jawbone. I'm going gonna, yeah. gonna to assume it's from an animal or of some sort. I'm going to hope it's not human, but you never know. So they fly to the rich man's house, and with their magic powers, they make his house lean sideways. Boom. And then they ask the rich man um, for jade to build a house with, right? They're like, all right, give us some jade to build our house with. And the rich man, the Umalek, agrees if only they'll make his fine house stand upright again. They do this, and then using their chin bones, jaw bones, the boys fly themselves and all of their jade home again. And they're really tired from their effort, and while they sleep... The old woman, so I'm guessing it's the, the mother of one of these right. young men. Well, the old woman. The, yeah. yeah. Makes them a nice mountaintop house from the jade. So she must be magic too to yeah, do this all magical. while they're sleeping. Uh, the boys awake and see a big house made of jade. And the tale continues that you can see through the house like a window. Everything is in the cabin. Something to eat, something to wear. The boys are umaleks now. So the boys are rich now. And after a while, um, people from where they came from are getting hungry. Um, and there's no food. There's no grub. This, that's what they say. There's no food in the village. They've had a hard time. But the little boy who had food thrown in his face doesn't give them anything to eat. He's just like, no. And I find that very interesting because it's not a story of like, he had not, he got, and he gave back. It was... No, I'm a rich man now. I'm a rich man now, and I'm going to do the same thing y'all did to me. (laughs) (laughs) Karma. (laughs) But uh, the Inuit man said that the story is true because there are some tumbled pieces of jade that have been found on top of Oaksik Mountain, and it's believed to be part of the old jade house the woman built for the boys. So that's Mm. what... There you go. There you go. That's some of the old jade legends and lore. So eventually they find out that uh, the university, going back to the university, mm-hmm. uh, they did find Jade Mountain. Yeah, and Jade so Mountain does exist. It does exist. It's always been there. Yep. So and they so, didn't discover it. They just documented yeah, it. Yeah, they documented where it was. So they rediscovered it or documented it. And it's located about 150 miles east of Kotzebue. Kotzebue. It's the closest town, and it is not easy to get to. So no roads. You have to trek or fly a plane in. Yeah, I'm going to imagine, too, you're not landing. And the location of where it is... It's probably quite high. It's... I I believe it would be difficult to fly a plane. I'm not a bush pilot by any means. Really? You're not? I mean, I flew a plane once in Australia. Uh, so jade was important, and it was even present. A jade lamp was present at the signing of the Alaska State Constitution in 1956, and it was made from Alaskan jade, silver, and gold. And it has quite the backstory. Right. So the man who made the lamp was actually a delegate um, at the signing of the Constitution, and his name was Marvin Muktuk. Marston. So Muktuk, I guess, is his nickname. And so I was like, well, what the heck does Muktuk mean? 
And I, of course, Googled it. And muktuk is the traditional Inuit meal of frozen whale skin and blubber. I don't know how he got that nickname, but it's a good source of vitamin C. So. <laughs> I didn't realize whale skin and blubber was a good source of vitamin C, but I, well, that's I, always, what thought of, I always thought of like oranges, but yeah. you know, <laughs> I guess they don't have oranges in Alaska. They're so. not going to get scurvy eating <laughs> whale blubber. citrusy about blubber. <laughs> no, none. definitely not. So. All right. That's interesting. So anyway, this. So I guess he'd heard this. A story, a legend, Inuit a legend about a man who made himself a lamp out of jade that he had carried down from the mountain. And so this inspired him to recreate the lamp. So as he tells this story, yeah, which this again, is, this, this is, is him this is addressing his... <clears throat> the delegation. Right. So as he tells it, it goes like this. I went to Jade Mountain about the year 42 and I went up to Jade Creek, up to Jade Mountain, and I found a piece of jade that looked about 100 pounds. Now, I don't want to brag, but I broke all the records, Harvard and Yale records in the leg and back lift. He must have been a lifter. Yeah. I had a straight board pack sack and I got it in and I could hardly get it up. Finally, I got it up on my back and I hiked down to Lloyd's place on Doll Creek, Old Man Lloyd. <laughs> and I put this down on the old bench and he had a fish cooked for me. Well, you know Old Man Lloyd. He cooks the best fish. Yeah, that old man Lloyd. <laughs> then I started back on back to the village of Kobuk with this jade nugget in my pack sack. Then the bridge broke down, the log bridge. I didn't yet know what was wrong. I went. I was getting along to where it was rather tough going, and I thought maybe I was beginning to lose a little of that strength I had, and it wasn't a very happy feeling. I'm, I know that wouldn't be a happy feeling for me either. Then the screws on that straight board pack sack pulled loose and I had to let it down on the low flat tundra land and I put it on a hump of ground. I reset the screws and then I couldn't get that thing back. I began to suspect that I was really losing my strength and I wasn't happy, but I said, buddy, you and me as buddies and you go with me or I'll stay with you. This is where I would have left it. I laid down. Actually, I would never have done this. (laughs) No, I lay down in the late spring sunshine and took a sleep and then said, come on, let's get the hell out of here. And I couldn't get it up. It wouldn't come, so I was still stubborn, and I put the shoulder straps over a little bit on my back, and then I fiddled it off the hummock, and I pushed me down in the tundra. (laughs) I couldn't hardly breathe. I said, this is a blankety place to get into on your own doings, but I talked myself up, and I made tracks down over the frozen ground. Why do you think this is a blankety place to get into on your own doings? He didn't want to swear. Blankety. Oh, oh. Blankety. Blankety. Oh, look at him. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should start saying. Blankety, Blankety blank. <laughs> I was discouraged and despondent, just like we get on statehood sometimes. I was pretty well washed up, and it is no fun to think that at a time of life, your strength is gone. So I moved on, and I rested by a tree, and I got down where the tree line began, a little above the timber line, and I finally arrived discouraged and despondent and pretty well given up. Whipped by strength at that time of life that was gone, I thought I came into the Harry Brown's trading post at Kobuk Village. I put it on the scales and it weighed 164 pounds. I've got good legs yet and a good back. I'm all right, so be of good cheer. We'll be a state not too long hence. I have a feeling we're going to make it within the next two years or less. So I guess he didn't tell this story at the signing. He did. No. It took him 12 years to make the lamp. Oh, okay. So the sign, the. Uh, so it took him 12 years to make the lamp. So this was, this is the story from. Okay. Right. So he got the piece of jade in 42 
And the signing happened in 56. So So. he took two years to rest. And oh. then decided. <laughs> and then he decided. I and was then like, he decided to make I was like, I don't think the math's very good here. That's fourteen no. yeah. years. <laughs> like. um, but if you if you keep reading his story, he finished it like the night before the signing because he really wanted it present. She picture. I there is a picture of the jade lamp at the signing. There is also a picture of him going into Harry Brown's trading post at Kobuk Village with this thing on his back. Someone just randomly in 1942 had a camera ready for I mean, for who it? carries a 164-pound jade boulder on, on your, their back? On their back. So they took a picture of him. Dude was crazy. He, Dude was crazy. He broke records at Harvard and Yale. And Yale. And his nickname was Mucktuck. Whale blubber. Frozen whale blubber. So. Marvin Mucktuck. Yeah. So, um, but but it, I think is a it's a nice story. That ties in the gemstone with the state and its sure. statehood and their quest for statehood. Right. Uh, there's also another modern legend, which is kind of obscure and a little rare. But uh, back in the 1950s, it said that a large block of jade from Alaska was ordered by Argentina to be used as a memorial for Evita. Mm. Avita Perón. And the story goes that the heavy gemstone was delivered to Fairbanks, was loaded onto the Alaskan uh, railroad car, carried to the southern terminus in Seaward. But by the time it got there, the uh, gemstone order had been canceled because of political upheaval in Argentina. And it was shipped on back to Fairbanks. Why ship it back? I you think know. at that point you got it that far, find another buyer. Yeah, but there is uh, really no confirmation that of that tale is true. But true. it seems plausible to me. I could see that. So. Now, a big piece of Alaskan jade is in another very important monument. Really? The Washington Monument. Really? Yeah. Alaskan jade is in the Washington Monument? Yeah, they donated it and it was placed in the Washington Monument. So interesting, yeah. And then so cool. then the Alaskan legislature chose jade as the state gem in 1968. Right, and we talked about mining or places you could go dig your own jade, and because of its rom- remote location, uh, it would be very difficult to go mine your own jade. There are several mining operations though that do exist there and okay. do mine the jade used. Um, in souvenir shops, gift stores, and jewelry stores all over Alaska. It's hard to go to Alaska and not find a piece of Alaskan jade. Yeah. As a nice souvenir of your trip. Interesting. One of the things that uh, Marvin did too after uh, telling his story, and because uh, yeah. he gave a piece of that boulder that too. jade boulder. To all the people that signed the Constitution. That's pretty cool. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. So, so we know, obviously know there's a lot of mining in Alaska. Yes. Like all different. Gold. A lot of gold. Silver. A lot of silver. Ore. A lot of ore. Other ores. I think there's a lot of. Yeah. What about other gemstones? Did you find anything else? So, so in addition to jade. Yeah. In addition to jade, uh, you can also find amethyst. So amethyst can be found um, in granite rich upland regions of Northway and Tok. And Tok. Antioch. So you generally find these amethysts as light pinkish purple crystals, either as parallel growing groups or single crystals. Mm-hmm. And then, fluorite. Yep, fluorite. 
And so fluorite is, um, you can find fluorite rich veins on the Kuyu Island, K-U-I-U Island. Cool. On the, on its Northern end. And then they're mostly comp- comprised of quartz um, and limestone, but you can find some purple and green fluorite. There is also garnet, which is quite gosh, garnet, gosh, garnet. quite prevalent, quite prevalent like in Alaska. Garnet gets around. Um, yeah, so garnets, and then obviously, like we talked about, gold is one of their most important. Uh, it's the state's mineral. Well, I mean, there's a whole Discovery Channel show on that. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, like Klondike Gold Rush, yeah. Uh, platinum as well. You can find platinum. Uh, then woolly mammoth fossil. Right. The state so, yep. fossil. So it is the state fossil as of 1986. And uh, so there are new fossil discoveries that are made in Alaska all the time. And the, the state is so remote and massive and massive that there's many areas to explore for a variety of fossils gems, gems and minerals and lots of it's been unexplored all right well thank you so much for tuning into our first two states the united states oh jeez no no please no <laughs> not not unless yeah, have fun, have fun editing this one. Now, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of, I was going to say Gems Games. of Wisdom, but it's... <laughs> We've recorded that too. I've had a big day. I've had a big, big day. day. Big day. Uh, Gem Junkies. Yep. And thanks for tuning in. And we do appreciate when you guys listen to us. And I'm super excited for this because there are some freaking awesome gemstones <laughs> in the U.S. Right? Yep. Uh, my sure. favorite, I'm, uh, should I have a favorite? I... Might be partial to California State Gem. Yeah. But I am a California Your home state. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to see what we do in our real life, you can always check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Parley Gems. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. We'll see you later. Bye.